Great to have you company. This is the Sydney Cricket Ground podcast. And, of course, a huge week this week with the Swans and Essendon playing. Buddy Franklin is back. And the Roosters, after that mighty clash over the Warriors last Saturday night, they're back home against the Sharks. Today we're going to talk to two stars of both the clubs. Isaac Heaney, of course, with the Swans and a man that retired just last year but still works with the Roosters. One of the real thinkers of rugby league, Mitch Orbison. Let's get going. Zach, thanks for coming on the Sydney Cricket Ground podcast. How are you? I'm really good. How are you guys? Yeah, good. What a start to the season. Yeah, no, I know we're very early on. We've just gone past Easter, but you can't have done any better. It's been a yeah, pretty amazing start. Um, probably one that not many were expecting, but the belief within the group is is amazing at the moment. And um, it's only three weeks in, like you said, but it's a, it's a nice positive start. What was it like to get Buddy back the other week? <laughs> yeah, obviously amazing. He's obviously one of the, the greatest players to play the game so to have one of those um i guess people back and um and in and amongst the boys is, is absolutely amazing and obviously had a, a bit of a break last week just to manage his body and um we'll be back again tomorrow night so he always seems to he brings the crowds but he also brings the uh, the energy around the group and that was just one of those marquee wins wasn't it to go down to melbourne play richmond pretty much at full strength without buddy and i know he's been gone for a long time but he did come in score three goals a lot of your young guys really stood up. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was one of those wins that um, go down in in my sort of I guess memory bank and um, one that we went down there knowing that we could win and, and a lot of people wrote us off. So um, it was nice to I guess surprise people and, and like you said, it was the the forward dynamic at the moment's been really good um, even when Bud comes in and obviously when he's not there as well. So um, the synergy around the group's amazing and, and obviously the game plan seems to be working and um, obviously. But uh, can just slip straight into that as well. Tell us about some of those young players, Isaac. <clears throat> yeah, so you got obviously Logan McDonald, um, one of the key you know, keys. Normally, take a bit longer to, to develop, but he's he slipped straight in, and I think he's kicked or oh, seven goals already in in the year. So um, off to a flyer, and and just one of those people that. Um, he just puts his mind to it and, and works as hard as he can to, to achieve it. So he's confident, extremely confident, but not arrogant and um, just a really good um, hard worker. And then obviously you've got Errol as well on the full line. He, um, He's, he's footy smart to next level. He, he knows how to uh, to, to get the footy and, and he's obviously got a, an amazing left peg as well. So he's great. And then Braden off the, the half back, he, his left peg's incredible. Um, got some real X factor and um, he's, he's slipping in really nicely as well and, and getting that drive out of the back line for us. It must be nice to um, to be feeling some momentum. It's been a it's been a difficult few years. But yeah, it has. It's been it's never um, never easy when you you're losing games consistently. So um, it is nice to get back in, on the winners board and and to be undefeated at the moment. Obviously, three only three games in, but still a pretty amazing feeling. And I mean, it does it, it does get tough when you lose, but um, we'll ride the wave um, and ride the highs when we can. What about this clash with Essendon? 
yeah, they obviously they come off a, a, a really good win um, last week. I think it's a 75-point win. So um, they obviously played the way they wanted to play the whole game. And um, it's going to be a matter of us making sure they can't play their style and we play ours. What have you thought of the new rules, Isaac? I really like it. I um, obviously the the main new rule being the the man on the mark. I I really like it. I think it opens up the game a bit. Um, and it puts a bit of speed into the into the game. But I think I like it because I'm a forward, and and the quicker the ball comes into the forward line, generally the the more opportunity you have to score and and at a high percentage. So as a forward, I'm loving it. As backs, I'm not sure they're liking it too much. Okay. And what about the Sydney Cricket Ground? I mean, this is the place where Sir Donald Bradman, Victor Trumper, all these great cricketing names, every sport from rugby tests, rugby league tests, and and if we look at AFL, you know, the, the greats of like Tony Lockett. What, what's it like having it as your home ground? Pretty amazing. It's, um, it's one of those grounds that uh, the atmosphere is, is absolutely incredible. It's it, the, the turf's always amazing. Um, it's just it's just got that feel around it that um, you know it's got a lot of history behind it. Um, not just in AFL, obviously you got a cricket and rugby league as well, and um, it's just one of those those grounds that you, you love running out on. And, and obviously when it's packed with red and white, it um, it makes it obviously ten times better. And um, getting a win here is, is is one of the better feelings you you can have. As us mere mortals will never get the opportunity, but uh, you guys do what's it like when you know that iconic theme song is played to uh you know to a reasonable crowd city cricket ground it's it's next level i think um it's one of those like i said one of those grounds where the atmosphere just it just seems to buzz and and um when you run the the highlight for me is he's obviously just running out of the race at the start of the game and um, the crowd's starting to fill up and, and you sort of, you go from that quiet, um, I guess, warm-up area room straight out to the to the noise in front of sort of, um, if we can pack it, I guess, 40,000 people and um, it's just that feeling that that um, it really, it makes you sort of, you, if you can bring yourself back to the, the I guess the present time makes you makes you think this is what we play footy for is, is for the fans and, and for these, I guess, moments. Is there an extra sense of celebration this year after uh, COVID sort of tore apart the, the, the body of last year, you know, and everyone was based away from home and in bubbles? Yeah, definitely. Um, I obviously, I, I didn't get to go into the into the bubble because I um, sort of dislocated my, my ankle and had to have a couple of surgeries on it. So I couldn't fly, couldn't travel with the boys. But from what I've seen and what I've heard and, and keeping um, in touch with them when they're in the hub, um, obviously, it was unprecedented times and, and some tough times for, I know, many, many clubs. But um, us being, a, I guess, a young group, they, they really bonded and um, and made something out of the season. And, and you can see how close the boys are purely from being in the hub together, spending that t- sort of 10 to 12 weeks together. Um, has really Finally, Isaac, uh, I know it's very early in the season. <laughs> we say it often, don't we, around March, April, no flags are one at this point but you can dare to dream of September can't you when uh, you're in this kind of form and momentum and there seems to be a nice mix of of talent and experience and, and youth yeah I guess so you, you look at it as it's a dream for anyone playing AFL is um, not the individual accolades but the um, obviously the team um, I guess achievements and and it's something that we'll strive towards um, is, is to make it in the, the last day of September, but we, we won't look that far ahead. It's week in, week out, and we just got to make sure as a young group that we stay consistent. Um, I guess that's what any team's looking for is is consistency, and um, we won't look anywhere past Essendon this week. Um, obviously, that that dream is is to get there uh, to the grand final at the MCG, but um, we'll look at Essendon this week at the SCG with 100% capacity, hopefully. 
Well, if there was ever going to be a coach that would keep everyone's feet on the ground, it would be John Longmire. Having done it all in the game himself, he's, you know, he gets to the point very quickly. Yeah, oh, that he does, yeah. And, and I guess he's intimidating figure and, he's, um, and his booming voice never, uh, I guess, keeps, keeps you grounded definitely and, and can um, and rattle a few people as well. You, you, you hear him yell from the sideline, you're like, you just hope that's not aimed at aimed at you, so um, no, he, he definitely keeps everyone grounded and, and on the right path. Isaac, it's great to see that you're fit and healthy and may that long continue, as does the uh, the form of the Swans. All the best and thanks for coming on the SCG Podcast. Anytime. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Coming up next on the SCG Podcast, we're going to speak to former Roosters player, Mitch Orbison. And of course, a Roosters. Great. How are you? Good, Timmy. Thanks for having me, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm real good. Before we talk about uh, where the Roosters are at, and uh, I was in the stand, in the old member stand with my son, who's Joey, who you've met, is a massive Rooster uh, on Saturday night, which was a good win. Um, your role. So what's your role now? Mate, um, yeah, but obviously really lucky to, to stay with the club. Um, involved in the, the junior recruitment and pathways, um, which is awesome. It's, it's bringing the next generation of Roosters through, and um, I feel like I can I can help a fair bit in that in that space since I've, I've been through the system and and um, yeah really really excited to to help guide these guys you know the next generation of roosters through and, and hopefully the club can be successful for years to come. That's a nice segue because uh, one of these guys I know he's not a local junior but very much uh, a young man uh, Sam Walker uh, boy oh boy he played well I know it's only one game but and and Trent Robinson said we're only at the beginning but he just showed what he can do. Uh, Timmy really impressive. Um, you know, a guy who, you know, because of COVID last year, came and trained full-time with us. Um, he was a 17-year-old kid. Uh, he, got, he got thrown in the deep end, really, during that period, like a lot of us did. And, uh, had to battle, um, you know, like a, a bit of homesickness and things like that just to, to you know, during that time uh, and, and was pretty much there to train. Like that was that was his main goal for the year. He couldn't play any footy because all other co- you know, all other brands of footy are off. And, uh, he, yeah, dead set. Each week we had to defend against him and, and we knew that he was going to be something special for sure. And, uh, it was no fluke on the, you know, on Saturday night that he played so well and, and that's because he put the work in for 18 months beforehand to, to get to that stage and it was just so proud of him to, to go out there and do that on um, on the national stage for sure. And there couldn't be a more, how do we put it, more physical team. They're massive, the Warriors. So here he was, 80-odd kilos, ringing wet. Uh, he was going to have his ultimate physical test first up. Yeah, for sure. I'd made super brutally honest here. It doesn't matter who you play. If you're in the NRL, you're going to get tested every week. Um, the game is just that much quicker. Uh, a lot of hardened bodies out there, uh, and, and the Warriors are no different to that. So it, it didn't, you know, in our eyes, it didn't really matter who was going to play. He, he was going to be tested. And I think he was. And I think he handled it, and he, he passed with flying colours. Now the next stage is to to do that on a week to week basis, you know, which is going to be up to the coaching staff and, and the guys around him to 
to help him to get through that. But um, that is the grind of the NRL, and, and that's what makes you a, a top-class player by handling that every, uh, week in, week out. Yeah, having been interested in his career and having followed and covered his dad and his uncle's careers myself, um, he he's a very flashy player when he wants to be. And I think this is some of the uh, one of the point. The last question on him, but it's just was such a good story. Um, he, he modified his game, didn't he? He didn't, he didn't try to be anything too extravagant. He just tried to get out there and get a really useful, solid game of first grade in. Yeah, I think uh, people saw there is something different to Sam. You know, the way he he turns up and, and throws a long ball or, you know, he, he uh, most of the tries that were scored, he was a, really he was a, around there supporting or had his hand in it. So he loves that part of the game uh, for sure. But what impressed me the most was his defence. Um, there's no secret here that the Roosters are based around defence and, you know, we pride ourselves on that and, and he obviously didn't let anybody down. And uh, for an 18-year-old kid for that, to sustain that defensive sort of pressure for – for 80 minutes was um, for a debut was was really impressive. Yeah, and that's the thing about the Roosters. It's been there for some time, isn't it? This defence, uh, this brick wall, and there would have been an extra emphasis heading into the Warriors game because I was at the South game as well. And yeah, you know, look, not deer in the headlights, but they just they just jumped the Roosters, didn't they? They jumped you guys in the first say 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, obviously didn't get off to the start that we wanted to in those games. Uh, the momentum sort of stayed with South for for a majority of the game. We couldn't quite, you know get that back which was disappointing uh boys took their lessons from that uh we do know that in this in this club that you know you, you take your lessons from your losses and your wins uh and you move on quickly you, you get set to go again and you get set to to put a more of a, a roosters style of performance out there and i think that was definitely um shown on uh, sunday night that's the message too isn't it to those young people listening to our scg podcast today who who want to be professional sports people who want to kick their uh you know sport down the road it's resilience isn't it mitch because i'm sure that you didn't get picked in every rep team through through every age group, but it's the fact that you just kept trying to get better. Oh, most definitely. I think it's it, you're always chasing for better. You're always trying to master your craft, whatever that is. Uh, you need to make sure you know exactly you know where you want to go to, and um, you know you you you'll hit your potholes along the way. Uh, you're not going to win every game of football. You're not going to perform at your best every week. Um, but that's footy. You have to, with your wins and your losses, you have to have a very short memory. You have to learn quickly need to move on because there's another opportunity coming up next week um, to prove yourself. And like I said, you could win by 50 and you have to park that because coming, you know, next Saturday night or Friday night, there's a, another team coming hungrier and it's going to be harder or, you know, easier than the week before. So, um, yeah, definitely do your work, know that what's what's been has been, learn your lessons and then move on to the next pretty quickly. Victor Radley had been out of the game for a while with injury and, of course, uh, uh, missed those first couple of weeks this year for discipline, but uh, he made such an impact. He was blowing hard, but just his presence, not only in this this iconic sort of, uh, you know, Victor the Inflictor kind of defensive style, but in attack as well because he's got very good hands. Mate, if every young kid is listening out here, go and watch the first five minutes of that game. He was in everything absolutely it was 12 months of frustration built up that he just wanted to play football like his support his carries his tackling uh and it did catch up with him there at the end uh he was he was blowing a little bit um but yeah the the way he's he's transformed his game for when he first came into to now about being a a lock ball playing 
uh, forward is I think I think as time goes past it'll be I think he'll change the game to be honest. Um, the amount of times he touches the ball, how hard he is to tackle, and his defence. I think he's yeah we, something that we we obviously missed last year, and uh, really thankful to have him back, especially with the few of the injuries that we've had. Uh, it's it's very timely for him to be back with us for sure. Well, I know the experience of just sitting up in the in the top of the old members stand on Saturday night. How good that was, you know, as a father son to watch a cracking game of footy. What's it like being out there at the Sydney Cricket Ground as your home ground? And uh, look, it's it's been that way for the last few years. So you you had the opportunity to spend a lot of time uh, playing on the hallowed turf, uh, mate. Oh, I love it. I, I've grown up with it. I've grown up with the respect of, of what the SCG is. Uh, I love my cricket. So for me, going, you know, I was, I was um, you know, I heard a little bit when the SFS shut down because I love that that ground as well. Uh, and probably knowing that I would miss that new stadium. Uh, but the excitement that I had to come over to the SCG, uh, it, it sort of gave me a new lease of life a little bit because Spent 10 years at the SFS and then to come to the SDG, sit in those old change rooms, um, you know, you just, the only thing you can do is respect who's been there before you and enjoy playing on, you know, such a great ground that, you know, not many people get to. Uh, and in my eyes, probably the most iconic ground in Australia. So, the, like I said, the respect of, of the place and the history of the place is, um, you know, we, we all know exactly what it's about for sure. What are your earliest memories, Mitch, of the SCG as a boy? Um, I've got a couple. Um, you know, going to obviously the cricket games, the, the New Year's tests, um, but my sort of earliest memories are the – uh, the big green doors that I remember, you know, trying to peek in at, at different games throughout the year when, when the old man used to take me to the footy and uh, wasn't lucky enough to go inside and watch the footy, but just to, to peek in and have a look and, and know that, you know, that was a, a pretty special place. But the, the big green doors at the outside was, was something that, that stuck with me for a long time. Just amazing history, isn't it, when you think of, you know, the Roosters' history, 74-75 and the great rugby league, the great cricket, the fact that Sir Donald Brabham sat in those stands or sat in those dressing rooms that you did. Yeah, that's that's what it's about, isn't it? Um, so much history, uh, so much Roosters' history, you know, is something that, that is drilled into here at the club. Uh, you need to know it. It's, it's a part of our club. Um, and, and we love it. We love taking that on. Even, um, you know, the, the cricket pitch, uh, we would train there once a week and, and the boys would be out there practicing their cricket shots, just thinking, hey, could this be, you know, on a, on a New Year's test, you know, on day three, uh, you know, just, yeah, practicing, mimicking their shots and the memories of Steve War out there scoring 100 and, uh, you know, wow. one of the last wow. balls of the day. There's, you know, it's just, it's all there for you, just to sit there and, and take that on and, and then get to play a game of footy on it. It's uh, it's pretty special. Finally, you mentioned before, every week in the NRL is a test and the Sharks are coming off a good win. They're, they're a good football team and it's on again. How do you see this one? Yeah, obviously, um, yeah, really – Really tough team, the Sharks. I think over the years, the Roosters and Sharks have had some some really tight contests. I think uh, they're a hardened football team. They played really well. Um, yeah, I see our guys, you know, going up a notch from the Warriors for sure. Uh, we'll work that. You know, the guys will work hard on that this week. Uh, yeah, Robbo will make sure the boys are primed. Again, we get to run out the SCG in front of our fans. Uh, which always gives us an extra leg for sure. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to be ready for a, a, 
a really uh, hungry Cronulla side, but um, confident the boys get the job done. Yeah, it'll be a cracking game of football. And look, if you're looking to get out to some sport this weekend, go and watch the Roosters or the Sharks, or go and watch the Swans and or play Essendon or do both because tickets are available at Ticket Tech. Thanks for coming on the SCG podcast, Mitch. Thank you, Timmy. I hope the people can get out there and watch some uh, some great footy this weekend. Great to have you company today. It was wonderful to talk to both Isaac and Mitch. We look forward to seeing you at the Sydney Cricket Ground real soon.